0: Back in Mark's garage We are Yeah wow. Took a little sabbatical uh, Mark was a little under the weather M- Mark uh, We're was happy to see that he's on the mend
1: I like I like See he's holding yeah. up his glass of What is that Mark? Is that bourbon? Heserac rye Oh Alright so Yeah I like to see that Well I got here and we had a, Before you guys got here And we were commiserating Over illness And um And he It, it was Fairly significant from, from what I
2: Yeah it was It was uh some sort of flu thing that uh that kicked my ass pretty much. That's
3: the way we were
1: back. Some's been him. going around. Yeah. Well, so now but it's nice to see that you've sufficiently recovered and you're drinking uh straight liquor. Yeah, so that we know he's back. With a little absinthe. Yeah. I don't know, who knows, whatever. It was really nice when the garage door was open, the breeze was in, but now in order, you know, we don't want to have a neighbor walking well, by. then we, we
0: actually have a Sazerac connection here because we were joined today by my friend and co worker, Peter Hansen, who is also the bartender at the restaurant I work at. And as we have a Sazerac drink. Is that correct, Peter?
2: That is correct. We do have a Sazerac drink on the Does midnight.
0: ours have absinthe in it?
2: Um, it does, it has real absinthe in it.
0: Okay, so that's, that's about <laughs> to drink it, Ryan right <laughs> Peter's work. It's true.
1: Uh, <laughs> Thanks uh, yeah. let's, uh, let's for bringing hey, me hey, in. And, yeah.
4: and let's just... Yeah, maybe we should... Yeah, uh, producer Mark says we should have, should have a featured cocktail, but really circling back to what you were saying, Shane, that's the reason that we close the doors, because we can't let this kind of shenanigans
1: get out into the street. I, I'm oh, telling you... We'll provoke you. a riot. You yeah. guys... Uh, Everybody out there that's listening, settle the fuck in because you're in for a bumpy ride tonight. I can tell already. So, uh, but uh, but like you said, Ryan, we have a guest tonight.
0: Uh, yeah, Peter. Peter's going to be our senior youth correspondent for the evening. <laughs> 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 senior youth.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, I like the sound of that. So we've uh, we've had we've discussed Dimitri Martin before. Well, right,
4: but uh, beyond that. So, what's the first? Let me. What's the worst record that Ryan's made you listen to? that has ended up being part of this
2: podcast. I was riding home with him one night and y'all were doing that Janet Jackson. Oh yes! uh, yeah. And uh, I protested. Well, I was the like, dude, time. dude, I have to listen and to Ryan it. And Ryan was man. like, I got to listen to it. It's Sunday night, dude. We're doing the <laughs> podcast tomorrow night and I had to subject myself to Janet Jackson. You know? Yeah.
1: Well, well, you've been yeah. spared the worst
0: though. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Well, wasn't that the one that um that you both were like getting sleepy?
0: Yeah, no, it was making it was me tired. Making both of you tired. <laughs> <laughs> Your
1: body just shut down in in reaction to the music. Oh my god! All right, well, hey, let's let's play some theme music. We got some stuff to talk about real quick. Um, let's get into it. So let's get into it. My name's Shane. I'm Ryan. Kevin here. And I'm Peter. There he is. As if Somebody likes it.
0: So, Peter, will you share with us uh, what you were seeing as soon as you walked into my home right before we came over here uh, tonight? Yeah, I was doing a little research on the way You were, over. Listening, well, you were listening to one of the I podcasts. I was listening to one of y'all's
2: podcasts, and... Uh, he walks
0: in. And... Uh, don't uh, you don't have to sing it, I'll do it He to. basically busts out with If your panties is missing <laughs> Shandosia <laughs> Yeah And if you're listening And if
1: you think you could fit, him yeah. That's but the thing about Shandosia Cinderella It is the definite As <laughs> is, is bad as that song is It's so well written (laughs) (laughs) it'll just stick in your head worm if if if, if there ever were one um real real briefly i do want to comment on the fact because i'm going to be um i picked one of their albums it's going to work itself into the rotation in in before very long but the remaining members of uh the surviving members which are all of them um except for jerry garcia Of the grateful dead are reuniting to play farewell shows uh in chicago and two things about that i want so so kind so oh bro jerry (laughs) but i mean uh, number one like okay so they they're not gonna have obviously jerry garcia but they will have the rest of the band and Bruce Hornsby... Wait, are they not
0: going to do a, uh, uh, what do you call it, like with the Selena deal? Uh, no, they're not going to have a hologram Hologram like about yeah. last week.
1: Hologram, Jerry. Did you, yeah. d- do you know about this? Like, there are all of these holograms now that, like, Tupac was one. And, well, and,
2: I, I heard about the Coachella
1: Tupac whenever yeah, that well, went Selena down. Selena's about to go Everybody, on yeah, tour again. Yeah, you know, yeah, Selena. She's been dead
0: for 10 years. <laughs> so, uh, no, 20.
1: <laughs> 20 is a bit... 20, man. Am I that yeah. old? Yes, you Jesus. are. Um, so, but but here's, here's the thing about, about the Grateful Dead reunion... Um, you get in, no Jerry Garcia. And uh, granted, okay, I don't think anybody in this room would count themselves in the Grateful Dead fan camp. I don't, I don't, I know, don't know who you are, Peter. I know that you like fish. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> let's just say anybody in this room that actually matters. I, but I, I, hey, hey I, special I, guest. Uh, that on. was sweet. <laughs> Thank you for having I, me. Yeah, I will say that. <laughs> I just uh, try to roll out the red carpet. That's good. That's really <laughs> I will say
4: that it's really nice to uh, sit back and listen to a 27 minute guitar solo. But beyond that, what I'm not it? really What's probably. Dude,
2: and nobody can listen to a 20 minute guitar solo unless they're there and they're on. Well, what, was uh, what was the headline in the
0: Onion of our dumb century? Is Grateful Dead begins playing a 28 year long song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what is the
1: joke? It's like, what did the Deadhead say when the, when the drugs wore off? This music fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just going to throw out good one-liners all night. But, okay, but so you get Trey Anastasio, and you get Bruce Hornsby in lieu of, of Jerry Garcia. But the thing that's really amazing to me about – I mean, it's just in and of itself just worthy of a good discussion. But the Grateful Dead have made their tickets available first come, first serve via mail-in. It's really interesting how they do that. I'm not entirely sure how the whole operation works. I think that's something they used to do. Anyway. It is something they yeah. used to do. It's a three. Okay, so they're playing three shows um, at Soldier Field in Chicago. Um, uh, Sixty-five thousand tickets are available per day. They're playing two shows, but you can get a three-day pass. Three-day passes are, are, are people are attempting to scalp them for one hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. Jesus. and they're selling. They're per selling. Ticket. Selling. That's what I've heard. Is Jerry's
2: that the, dead, dude. Did they get the memo? The mail
1: well, no, but here's the thing. Like, I mean, think about the people that the, the older. Like, it, it's the whole joke about like. I mean, Al Gore's favorite band is the Grateful Dead. Al Gore can certainly afford to pay one hundred sixteen thousand dollars. There's a lot of businessmen and hedge fund managers and fucking. They had their little
0: hippie moment. In like the late sixties, mm-hmm. early seventies, and then
1: no, they're trustafarians. I mean, how many of these people did you Trust know in college? T- like t- their 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 their, p- their parents mm. were wealthy. They had mm-hmm. they had the tr- they were into world travel and soft drugs and the Grateful Dead. And now they're they fucking played the game and they have hedge funds. <laughs>
0: we're we're actually going very far away from the Grateful Dead, very far uh, Thank this God. week. And uh, there's a reason I brought on Peter because Peter knows this record backwards and forwards. And I'm talking, of course, of the yeah yeah yes. Uh, Initial LP, uh, Fever to Tell, solid record. I don't love it, um, but I did find something interesting that that we almost never see is that I think it gets stronger in the second half. Yep. Shane is pointing. We at are
1: me. on. We're we're on the same page about that. It get, it doesn't <coughs> just get stronger in the second half. It gets strongest in the yeah. last three songs on the record. Absolutely, That's very true. Uh, there's there's stuff that goes. I'm this. I'm with you. Uh, I think that the that the hi, the highs. Are high and the low. There's a lot of songs on here um, that just seem like they're uh, literally improvised, like on the moment, and then recorded and then just put on the record.
0: Well, and and I don't know if I've brought this up on this podcast yet, but I have this sort of rule I do with myself, and it's not hard and fast. There are certainly exceptions to it, but you can't sing these songs around a campfire on acoustic guitar. Like, there's they're not strong on melody. Um,
1: But that's not always. And I, there is something to be said. I think that um, the, the Andy Bell, who I read a quote from him a long, long time ago. Is that from Big Star? No, from Ride. Oh, from uh, Ride. oh no, okay. no, no, Andy – there was a – No, that's and, Chris Bell. And, Chris in, Bell, yeah. And Big no, Star. Andy Bell was in Ride, in, You're right and, now, right. and then he was the guitar player for many years in Oasis later. But he said the way that when Ride started getting away from the shoegazer stuff and they started getting into – they started understanding songwriting more and more, their ultimate litmus test was to see – They would break break out instead of like trying all the effects pedals and stuff at first and Mm. writing the song around the effects. They'd they'd say, kid, if we took this acoustic guitar to a a campfire and played it, would the song be discernible? And I think Mm. that's a really good rule of thumb test. Yeah,
4: especially for we won't sidebar, but especially for shoegaze acts, because there is they're so
0: buried in the. Yeah, and this the is the not a shoegaze yeah. act. Though, no, 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 no,
1: no, no, not at all. Um, I, I, I think that but it's
0: more like like angular, art indie rock. I don't understand you know,
1: the word art that keeps getting applied, but we'll get to that in a minute. I, I want to say one thing, and I really, I'm, I'm really interested to hear what you, what your take on this record is. And, and Ryan had mentioned that you really liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Um, I think that this kind of record is one of those records like that experimental, like, there's a lot of Susie and the Banshee stuff that you couldn't, that it wouldn't work in the same way. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. It's just different. It's just a different... No, that's
0: true. Uh, uh, but that tends to be my dominant taste. is something well, that has a, m- a melody that'll get stuck in your head. Kevin, what
1: did you think of it? We haven't talked to you yet.
4: So I didn't love it. Uh, yeah, I think, ultimately, I feel like, I feel like bands, uh, it, they remind me a, l- a little bit of, and not necessarily note for note sonically by any stretch but i feel like they get graded on a similar curve as sonic youth like and and it's like it's essentially what i would equate it to is like the way that that people look at dive bars as opposed to regular bars it's like you expect a certain amount of shittiness and it's like what it's not what it's like what it's even remotely less shitty people are fascinated like and don't get me wrong, like, I, I thought, you know, I found some nuggets here that I thought were pretty interesting. But, um, but by and large, one of the things that I kept finding in, in some of the reviews that I read were just really sort of indicative of the fact that, like, everybody finds it to be a, or most of the professional reviews find it to be a better than average record. But it's like, but there's so much pomp and circumstance that surrounds it. Like, it's sort of hard to take parts of it seriously. And don't get me wrong, I think, you know. I get Carano is sexy, and I think that that's certainly true, but for me, like it was a like is a little bit more of a difficult listen.
1: You know what? Why don't we listen to a song? All right, yeah, let's get it's into it. What I do know. you What do you want to do?
0: Uh, I'm gonna let Peter pick. Pick something from the first part of the record. What's a song that you like in like the first three? or I four think th- I think the opening track on the album is
2: very good. Rich would be a good way to.
0: Yeah, that's actually I do like that one. Rich quite a bit. So let's get into that, and uh, we'll come back out and talk about it.
4: or don't this is the first record that we've ever done that I feel exactly the same way as Pitchfork (laughs) which is Fucking fascinating That's, to me. I would have but, thought. I but, haven't
0: read any reviews of this. So, and I kind of do that on purpose. But I, I would have thought Pitchfork would have come all over themselves. Well, you know, and to, who actually. knows?
4: Maybe this could be one of those deals where the, Pitchfork the later is revising. Yes, they're yeah they uh, they get religion on records and they come back around several years later. So, could it's totally possible that they may trash this review and start over eventually? But right now, it says the 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 Pitchfork review of this record says. Can a band build an entire career, a legacy even, on a handful of EPs and a boundless torrent of press? How many party dresses need to take a beer bath before the AAS yeah, yeah, drop the rock icon pastiche and just play some music? <laughs> over and over again, they've been accused of empty posturing, wallowing in uh, scruffulous, self conscious irony, distinguishing themselves, predator style as the public conception of who <laughs> they were supposed to be rather than who they actually were. So anyway, Ouch. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the style, and yeah, huh? and that's more pointed than I feel about this record. Like I do, fi- like I say, I do. I, there was lots of silver lining for me. I didn't love it, but. Um, but yeah, Pitchfork kind of gave it a little bit of the that's back of the head. It's more pointed than I feel about anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: that that guy really cared.
2: Really, had a lot to say about. This I,
4: album. I will, let me share one more little nugget, and I'll put this down. Let you guys talk. the The really stupid part of all this, though, is that the, the shitstorm of publicity that's been hanging overhead. The yeah, yeah, yeahs is based on all of what eight songs? Because that's how many like EP tracks they had before this mm-hmm. record came out. Two EP slash singles. Robert Pollard throws away eight songs before breakfast, and you sure as hell <laughs> don't see him on the cover at MMA. <laughs> so, yeah, Robert anyway. Pollard,
0: he of it by voices. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. I, so, I, I yeah. No. Anyway, that <laughs> struck me funny. They
2: uh, they won the uh, New York Times uh, gave this album of the year whenever it came out. Yeah, well, I, I remember I It doesn't that. say like, that much. No, 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 but
1: I remember being in New York when this album came out and it was the soundtrack of that summer. I mean, it was everywhere that I that I was going. And, it was, and it, it's good in that context. Again, we've talked about Well, the, and, and we just listened to we just listened too. to the
0: opening track. Was that a single? Do we know? Like I know um, No, I don't, no, th- I, don't th- I don't think it was. was the third no. single and that's the only song I know of I think of this, this was a single.
1: It's hard for me. The one thing, okay, can can we disagree on this though, Ryan? That track number 3, man, is the art turd of of an art turd.
0: Well, I've listened to this record a couple times through, and so I, I, what struck me, well, a, okay, yes, Karen O is sexy, but she sounds like Chrissy Hind had a, had a baby, no, had a baby with Jack, uh, Jack White. What?
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't uh, that's that. just
0: what I'm getting, and maybe it's because if you took her out of the vocal mix on a few of the songs, like at least three on this record, and just put in Jack White, um, it would sound like a White Stripes song.
1: True enough. I definitely allude to, um, and, and they're
0: not, and they're not as blues based or whatever. But they have that same kind of like it, over overdriven guitar in
1: lack of bass response too. There's yeah. no, there's no bass guitars. But one of the things, um, I I completely agree about the Creasy Hine reference, but the Susie Sue, Susie and the Banshees. Uh, yeah, I can see. Sure, I I could throw that
0: in the mix. But like,
1: if you go and listen to the record that came out after this. She well, I think they've so got better since then. No, since the re- no, this was the best album the AAAs yeah, yeah, ever you, did. This was Well, the- I'm just talking about
0: singles. I haven't listened to any like whole
1: whole records, yeah. but I've liked their singles. The only one I know is the one that came out after this in in that one she might as well be Chrissy Hind. Mosquito. She's, yeah, no, 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 Mosquito was the last record that came out. Yeah, the one that came out after this one. I'm, I can't remember which one it was, but uh I've got Show your bones. So and show your right. bones. Yeah. She might as well be Chrissy Hind. I mean, she sings exactly like her, and the songs are, are stronger. I think, but um, it's not as interesting. Does that make sense? I
2: get that. It's just not. Well, it's like Ryan. What did you tell me one time that that uh, that saying? It's uh, you've got your whole life to make your first album, and then you've, you've got, got, got six, six months, months to make your second one. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And uh, it's a perfect example of that. They they came out with a really strong album, and they got a lot of acclamation. And like I said, the New York Times uh, considered it the best album of the year, which doesn't really say shit. But especially since a, they're a New York band, something. it says something. Um, but I will say that,
4: I, uh, to Peter's point, like I do think that New York supports their own, and this is like this record sounds like a New York record. It, like, it, I think I think I one of the things that's particularly interesting about this record is um, is the fact that they kind of came out of this place where where they had had some well-received singles and EPs, and that this was the, you know, I mean, it sounds like by the time that they actually landed with this record, whatever whatever it is that I think of it, like, that New York really embraced this band with open arms, and as much as they did so, and as much as it, like, to your point, Shane, is it was a, at least, you know, at the very beginning, a summer soundtrack, you know, I think probably, probably if I'm being 100% honest, there's probably a little bit of me that, like, is just a little bit off-put by, like, how everywhere these guys were when they broke like it's just uh well, it, it had less to, to do with their sound at some point and some to do with the scene it which does it, like, no, you, you,
0: well and you, you get s- off put that way and you were that way with the strokes i and, was uh
1: and uh um, interesting that's true
0: yeah like when, I, when when a when a band is just everywhere all at once kevin just wants to run the other way well and uh, i understand it
1: one of the things about new york that's really interesting um for the
0: buildings I'm sorry, go ahead Sure, the the, the
1: the the gumbo stew of the multi-ethnicities Yes, of course Sorry, I'm being uh, a jackass is, I feel like the, the, the clubs are small Very, very small And spectacle means a lot in these really small clubs I mean, there's, you're, you're fighting for, for real estate I mean, a club that's been around for a long time And a prime piece of real estate Rockwood Music Hall it, Which is great, because it fits fewer than 50 people uh, it's a fun place to go see a show. It's tiny, and um, spectacle goes a long way in that environment. I mean, in, in New York and LA, both of those media markets, it's hard to stand out, and, and and LA has more expansive clubs. They have a different kind of spectacle, I think, in my in my experience. But I think same. New
4: York and San Francisco are pretty similar in that way. Like, no, the no, no, size San Francisco of the has bigger,
1: bigger. I mean, to some degree, but w- w- I guess what I'm saying is that it, it goes a long way. Um, it goes a, like a spectacle, like like the like these songs, like what we were just talking, what you were just alluding to. Um, when you when I say spectacle, you know, um, like Karen O going up in these crazy outfits and and putting on a show. The show aspect of it goes further than it does in a lot of other cities. Do you
4: feel like it's a? Do you feel like there is a uh, sort of? Do you feel like there is a you know is there do they owe anything to acts like the New York Dolls, for example?
1: Sure,
0: sure. Like, well, I mean, they owe something to New York Dolls as much as they do the CBGB scene of the seventies and and sure. everything that kind of There's a New York tradition of of pomp and circumstance, too. right? And like,
1: that's what I'm saying. I think that part of that comes about because the, these these things are occurring. Number one, I mean, the, the, what's a lot of people? What's hard to comprehend? It's hard for me to comprehend. Is that in Brooklyn? You have a city population-wise that's larger than Los Angeles, um, just Los Angeles without the suburbs. In and of itself, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, not larger. If you eliminated Los Angeles, Brooklyn would be the second largest. If you made Brooklyn into a city, it would be the third largest city in the United States. There are millions and millions and millions, and it's part of one city. It's one of these boroughs. It's very interesting how that city is laid out. But in so you could have something in long island or something in in queens that would be completely different well it would probably be like southern rock or Well
0: you, so different. you so you bring up brooklyn and to me this is the sound and I know you don't like this word but it's the sound of hipsterville brooklyn williamsburg in the mid 2000s in in
1: 2003 definitely Williamsburg I mean it makes sense I I don't like that word because I think it's it shits on Well and
0: you know I love like Vampire Weekend which it's, probably would fall in that category and The Strokes and No it's it, a
2: lazy word
0: Thank you Well and it's I'm, one I'm of these. Yeah, the I'm enjoying giving high fives Yeah like Shane just high-fived, uh, high-fived producer Mark. Mark which I'm not sure why but all right It's, uh, it's and as now Because Mark beards.
1: rules and
2: yeah that's cool <laughs>
0: Well,
4: both rules. of those things yeah. are true. Yeah. All right, uh, getting back to the point, I think that one of the things that's you know about like specific to the word hipster is like after after a certain period of time, all these words become co-opted and they don't mean anything, right? So, or they mean everything, which means that they don't mean anything.
1: Oh yeah, and it's and it, and they're also very cyclical. Last thing, I guess I just want to push my point home before before we move away from this. Um, when I was talking about spectacle or about the about the the show aspect,
2: um, and, when, and Karen O oh puts on a hell of a show. She changes outfits in between songs. It's a
1: whole um, production. Production, and, the, yeah. and that's and that's what I'm saying. That that stuff goes a long way in these tiny little clubs underground <laughs> in Manhattan. Like, and that's I think a lot of why. I mean, I think this is a much better record than you do, but there's definitely shit that makes me roll my eye. It's half baked. For sure. But the highs are very high. I don't
4: think, I'm not saying that it's not interesting. I think it's terribly interesting. I just, it's just not my cup of java the way that it is some other people's, and that's cool, too. Sure.
1: Well, why don't we hear another song, and and, uh, let's do, uh, let's get into the intermission in a few minutes with, Kevin, you have it this week, right? I do. All right. Well, hold on to it.
0: Maps is kind of what, no pun intended, put them on the map uh, with the larger the public at large
1: I, I want to know if but that, yeah. if that what, Do you know this album Sold over a million copies By the way Like It just seems kind of weird to me Like you don't see albums Sell that much anymore
0: Well not a lot of people know well, this This was 2003 Yeah too. this is pre-Pandora Slash Spotify yeah. um, True so. it was It was
1: right before it Like yeah.
2: literally Right before it
1: Alright well we'll listen to Maps
2: like
1: I'm. I'm a stranger.
3: say 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 you say 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 you say 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 you say say
0: to maps which is not something that we normally do uh, Listen, to maps.
1: oh wow that's yeah i don't even know if that approaches dad humor <laughs> like it's
0: not even that's not worthy of a grown humor. yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's just that's where jokes go to that's, die that's dada is what that <laughs> yeah. shit
0: is i think you may be giving me too much credit maybe uh but yes maps <laughs> uh like to me strongest song on the record and granted I haven't lived with this record for you know as long as our young friend Peter here uh, and there are certainly like other moments that I appreciate but a uh, super st- strong track um, you know not a very typical radio single but it was sort of the climate at the time
2: uh, that's a good it's a good music video too actually if you yeah, uh, sit down and watch it it's uh it's good
1: Kevin, you had something you wanted to say about this?
4: Oh no, not not directly about this track, but I do. But I am with I am with you guys. Like I think that it's one of the strongest tracks on the album.
1: Yeah, it is. It's it's all right. It's a good. I think we're all in agreement here. Sure. For, 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 yeah. for the first time tonight. Yeah. Um. So let's do a, a few minutes with. Uh, you want to play some uh intermission music, Mark?
4: So, uh, one of the things that we've talked about a couple of times on this podcast that we haven't covered recently is Ryan's concept of, uh, of what when we were younger, he used to call the band in the closet, which would, was essentially that. And I me mean, was the Bengals. Well,. And band in right, the yeah. The and the and the 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 idea of the band in the closet was, and I'm. I'll get to the point here, but the the idea of the band in the closet was that it was that band that you secretly liked
0: that you didn't tell people you, that you're you were a little embarrassed about. Yeah, uh, being into. Yeah, so you wouldn't bring it up. And I got yeah, some of those, and we we all have some of those. Everybody's <laughs> so, got some of
4: those. So, my, the, my wife's band in the closet is fucking Blink 182. How? And I, ex- exactly! Right, she's got great taste. And anyway, this, <laughs> uh, and other than that, like, uh, yeah, so, so I chose a, uh, a Blink 182 song, uh, to share this week. As a with a with which is and frankly the best part is that it's got a totally fucking preposterous video that goes with it. So
1: and two chicks making out. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. and a hairless a cat. redemption right there. And, and but know. it's true <laughs> we have uh, homoerotic sex
2: with uh, the female parts and uh that's all good with the female yeah. parts that's the only <laughs> way i'm ever gonna watch them. am <laughs> yeah. i right guys we're all into that homoerotic sex i was right? actually
0: oddly turned on by the hairless cat uh but we well so yeah there's this <laughs> well ryan's right.
2: it's got his own thing
4: well and i thought the one thing that was really interesting about watching this video was that like we're we're all standing around watching it together and mark points out he's like well, they only came up with the first part of the song. Where's the rest of the song? <laughs> so, like, no, they
2: just they kept repeating they the, the chorus. one verse, and then they went to a
1: chorus, and they just kept going. Yeah, it's like well, you see
4: somebody's eyes dart around, and then they just go back into the chorus. It's, <laughs> a,
1: it's a decent. Uh, I'm I'm gonna lay it on on the line here and say it's a decent chorus. Yeah. Uh, however, sure, sure is. Two, it's, and two, it's
4: catchy as shit.
1: Two things about the. Okay, l- let me just go on the record and state for the record, I cannot. I wouldn't rather be hit in the head with a brick than listen to Blink One Eighty Two. Some high praise, right there. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> um, Tom DeLonge sounds like like when people to me, and it, it, it's not that he has a high voice. But no when, he does. <laughs> he okay. has a high voice. <laughs> but different than what I'm going to say. It, when somebody like gets like a like a like a helium balloon and they they inhale it and then they sing a song and they're like, he, he, he. The whole sound like time, a he's mark, like you know. he, no he's like I'm not serious about. It. I mean, he he's got this weird disconnected nothing interesting engaging or anything that i would want to do other than punch it if it were like an entity well there was there was a, there was a whole voice.
0: genre of music that was like sort of second or third generation like pop punk oh that well, these guys featured were like the progenitor that of yeah that featured like synchronized jumping you know and you'd have like your good charlottes and uh yeah wearing
2: shorts and, and shit. they paved the way for those motherfuckers well in, they, and,
0: and, and now this is where your youth comes in because like when peter was a all right child like
2: when he to pave the way for good charlotte you mentioned That's good sh- you mentioned good charlotte blink 182 or, but
0: but all of them got kind of pioneers distilled compared yeah. to good charlotte yeah well they, you know they all kind of got distilled you know and and so really it's like you know first wave punk and then later on you've got you know like a green day and then it gets further distilled with blink 182 and then as you go on further But like,
1: by the time you By the time you be, had Good Charlotte I mean we're We're at five or six years Into oh. blink One Eighty, Like Blink-182 Had graduated from Backwards baseball cap Oh no 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 Not backwards baseball caps I'm sorry Sideways baseball caps <laughs> uh, Which is even douchier um, And jumping up and down To by the time That this came out That's who This is a, This is You know Good Charlotte's Below had or the, had been painted that they that they were a no. Part this is them like, were, making art. Now what lots year of, what know, year did this come out? This two thousand two, I believe. Two thousand two. Um yeah. Um, it, there were lots of black eyeliner, like over yeah. lots of that. That and, was part of the month. And like, black the painted, painted fingernails. There was a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, I think
0: they felt like they were going goth. So, hey,
4: let me. Hey, Shane, I do have one question for you. Do you feel like his voice is in your yed?
1: That's the other thing I wanted the to say. The guy can't okay. say the letter H. No, 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 I don't know so, why so, that so, is. So, so, no, no. So, that was the other thing that I <laughs> wanted to say about his, his vocal <laughs> performance in this song. Yeah. All of a sudden, halfway through, like three quarters of the way through, he just shifts into Eliza Doolittle's voice for a second. Yeah. I Maul mean, <laughs> Yed. No Maul I mean, Where are you? Where did that come from? Yeah. The Rhine and Spine. Well, finally in the plane, Governor. I mean, where the fuck I mean it makes kinda of sense if you're looking at this if you're looking at this Victorian bizarre Dracula castle with two chicks making out and then all the also did you guys notice that the bass player is like playing on a um, like on a stand-up base, and he's twirling it around a lot because he sure shit doesn't know how to
4: play it. I, I enjoyed the fact that, it, well, I thought it was interesting that at one point I was like, oh, there's the female lead in the in the video. Oh, apparently she's drowned. Oh, wait, now there's two of them, and they're making out with each other. <laughs> and there are closets
1: of their tongues. Yeah, it you know, was very and like, that's, <laughs> this This <laughs> like, video is on both of like their that? resumes. <laughs> oh, you know? sure, like, yeah. Hey,
4: this is the this is their Billy Squire moment. <laughs> <laughs> hey Mike, why,
1: don't, why don't we hear some of this in Voice inside my ed song and uh we'll, we'll come back out and talk What about is it first. actually called? Who uh, It's called, it
4: called I miss you I
1: think. Uh, yeah. Oh okay, yeah. that's is, obvious. Uh, yeah. Not it's not I think. think. It's their more no, I think you're right. Specific than I miss it. you that's I think is a better song title. <laughs> I miss
2: you <laughs> I in parentheses I <laughs> think. think. Sure. <laughs> Hello there.
1: All right. Well,
4: that was that. And are we moving back in? Are we going to move back into the main act?
1: No, I think that we should at least discuss one more time how absurd it is that Tom DeLonge, for some reason, affects a, a Cockney accent at the end of.
4: Can, can I also say that the uh, the other thing was the was the lip ring? <laughs> like, I, you can't like. It's like if he to put that in his eyelid. It's like he can't not look at it. I was just like, that's gotta that can't be good.
0: Well there's a lip right. ring and then there's they've got their promise moment.
1: Uh oh, yeah. we, oh, didn't, yeah. talk <laughs> we Holy didn't talk about this. So, so what's so Peter, what's the name of the bass player?
2: Mark Hoppus. Mark Hoppus. Is,
1: and also, guys, we've got to recognize
2: it was the early two thousands. It was acceptable to have lip and Eyebrow piercings—that was a cool thing. I mean,
4: don't get me wrong, like, I th- I, but it does like it does sort of uh, make them feel of their era and of that genre. like, well, I think like it, a little it, bit I, of that movement. To
1: like, me, that doesn't bother me. Ever, or what was in the what about. was
0: the the thing they kept repeating that brought up the promise? Those that like need you tonight. Was, was it? I, I can't uh, remember now. Miss was you. It? Miss you. Miss you. Miss you. And so and so, yeah. but ah. the,
1: but it's one of those things that where the the bass player guy that. Uh, We'll just poke his head in and go miss you. <laughs>
0: but anyway, I thought
4: that that I I thought that it would be a, a fun few minutes with to take a little detour and uh, uh the whatever world that was. And
1: w- well, I appreciate that. And you're I remember welcome. listening to Maps at the same time as whatever the voice inside my Ed song. whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> ed. That e- my me Ed. Yes. <laughs> the voice inside. I'll never ed. be able to remember that. Yeah,
4: we're all chimney sweeps today, people. <laughs>
1: One thing I want to talk about before we get out of uh, the yeah, yeah yeahs, or before we stop. Talking yeah, about cubed. That. Thank you. Yeah, did I? Mm-hmm. I think I sent yeah times three to you today, or you, yeah. you may have. Yeah. yeah. So yeah yeah, um, My favorite, we, t- and you alluded to this in the beginning of the show, um, that the last we've talked about this before. It very rarely happens, but occasionally. Um, a, an album will pick up steam. Normally, what we what we see is an top album loaded, top loaded, and then it, and it peters out toward the end of it. But this one, definitely, in my opinion, and and it's all over my notes. Like in strong exclamation point, uh, and uh, and the last three songs of the record, one of which being is a hidden track. I think starting with Maps, um, are, are the three uh, strongest songs on the album. But I think that and Maps is one of my favorite songs easily. I love of the last. 15 years I think it's an amazing song But I think my favorite song On this record Is Modern Romance At least the first I guess it's like Seven and a half minutes long Uh, The first three and a half minutes Are there And then there's like Five minutes of, of Dead air And then another Part of it comes back in But this was like A hidden track well, I think it's really, I think it's really interesting, and I think it's well thought through, and I think it's kind of telling in a way that 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 song's hidden away, and it says to me that maybe they wanted this album to be a little more of a spectacle, a little rougher than the stuff that, like, I mean, you got to consider where you, like, sometimes when when you're in a position, I think people uh, of uh, of an artist and whatever genre they participate in, they want to make a splash or want to. Do something that's different or aggressive to catch people's attention, you know. So I think maybe that's where that dichotomy lies that we talked about in the beginning of the show. Like, where I think all of us are pretty much in agreement that um, that there is really solid five songs on this record, and there are some questions. Certainly, songs. which
0: is is more than uh, what uh, most bands can say for. Oh, absolutely. Uh, most of their records, so like you know, on balance, still a good record, but there's some fat that could be trimmed.
1: Well, I don't know that that you know when you say that, yeah, I mean, the, uh, yeah, you, they could have. I was going to say fat to be. I mean, be the the ones that that I think are the the detritus of the record, and maybe that's a harsh word to say, but um, are the ones that are really short—a minute and a half, uh, a minute or a minute and fifty seconds, a minute and fifty-five seconds, stuff like that. That just feel like it's just like thrown together, uh, slapdashed in the studio. And
4: I will say, I will say this: like, I think one of the things that's pretty interesting about this record is like, so so kind of a universal theme that runs along. Like a lot of the commentary that I've read about this album has to do with um, with her sensuality and like the like how prevalent that is. It's prevalent. Well, it is. I mean, it's it's prevalent. Yeah. It's obvious. Like, and it's a recurring theme that runs throughout the record, but. But beyond that, like, I think the I think the the rub, like where it gets really, what separates the wheat from the chaff, is where her sen- where her sensuality weaves itself like organically into the song versus like being what has to carry that
1: track, and like I ch- completely agree. I'm glad sure. that you brought that up. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. Um, but I because and when you say. I mean, again, like the. Sometimes it
4: feels overt and sometimes it feels like it should be there. Well, and like.
1: I don't know that it, when it feels overt, I don't know that we're dealing with their sensuality per se as much as we're dealing with the spectacle. And again, that's a sure. that I keep ever yeah, using. But, uh, yeah. but those songs, uh, the shorter ones like Man or Tick or Black Tongue, those songs are really short, really aggressive. And those to me tend to deal less with the songwriting than they do the overall performance.
4: But I think that there's, I mean, there's something to be said for Blunt.
1: Like, Blunt's great.
4: Yeah. You know? Make a point and make it with an exclamation point if you want to, but but not like a musical. I, th- I think it's okay. Like uh, punk structure is great. Like there's no like I have no problem with the idea of like getting in there, being messy, get to the you know there's a like beginning and end that it happens in a very short period of time and it's visceral. Like I think that there's a there's there's a great place for that in art and there are certainly bands that do that really well and this may very well be one of them. But I think where they where they shine. Relative to some of those other tracks, it feels like the parts are sort of less, uh, they, they sort of work together a little bit better than they do on, on some of these these other tracks that are probably not Well, as the stuff that works
0: here. on this record I feel like has like sort of a built-in tension, and the stuff that doesn't work kind of feels like just kind of herky-jerky and all over the place. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. So it's uh, so my summation in my in in my notes was overall pretty good record with however with some poorly thought out self-indulgent songs. That's just pretty much how I feel about it.
4: And that. I wonder like how much of that comes out of the fact that they got this fawning adoration from the the New York and Brooklyn scene that like kind of encouraged these encourage uh, these early forays. I, like, I don't
1: think you can disassociate the band from that early that's what I was talking about sure. how how the uh, the if you're playing in a small room like that and people, you you can, it's easy to fill up that room with, and and, and you want to be. Rabid
0: fans who are encouraging. No, no, no.
1: With with what you're doing on stage, if you're you're costuming and. and, and It's a little chicken and egg. Well, this is a, this is a good one. Like, I'm glad we got two good ones in a row. Um, After my Nickelback excursion. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been fun. So we're going to go, we're going to listen to. Modern Romance, which is the uh, the last song, the hidden track on this. Oh. Was it hidden track or bonus track? I don't know. I don't have a physical... Not hidden enough. Either Clean. way, it's the yeah, last song I mean, on the it's, record. It's
2: like a bonus hidden track. It's both... Mm-hmm.
0: The rest of the record, a little bit, slightly. Yeah, that's I, great. I mean, they could be playing that in a you know darkened coffee house, uh, and it wouldn't sound out of place. Whereas much of the rest of the record would not belong in your folkier atmospheres.
2: Man. It's an, it's a nice departure, though. It's it's a good departure. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, yeah I, I, I think it's a I good it's way to close song. out the record.
4: It feels like a mall
0: It is a mall they, uh, yeah, uh, like we just climaxed and then we had Danny the Dana all. Yeah. it's hey, it, that's it, my whole boy, Danny. He
1: lives in the neighborhood. It, Danny more, <laughs> uh, Yes. Yeah. More New York talk.
0: It's the, uh, the Italian end of the story. <laughs> <laughs>
4: but it is nice that it sends you off on a pleasant note, like just uh, like, a, like a sort of chill, exploratory, comparatively. It's the afterglow less, of the record. It is the
0: afterglow. It is, yeah, yeah. come to
1: think of it. Uh, uh, comparatively sedate. Yes.
0: Yeah. So we've got, who's got current affair this week?
1: I do. Oh. But before we get into that, can we just thank our guest tonight? Peter? Yes. Peter. Thank Peter, you Peter, for Thanks for coming. For coming. No, thanks guys. I really
2: it. appreciate it. And I had fun and, uh, I hope I didn't piss any of y'all off and, uh,
0: it was good. I think we're all pretty happy.
1: All right. That was the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to move on to a current affair. All right. That's my pick tonight. Um,
0: do
4: and it, pick it.
1: Pick, pick the shit <laughs> out of that song. Pick that <laughs> <motherfuckers out. laughs> that's right. Uh, D- hey, Danny. Um, so we're going to... It's our an official mascot, <laughs> Danny Maul. Producer Mark <laughs> with some
4: off-the-mic Danny, Zingers. Danny Maul. He should change his last <laughs>
1: name to Danny Maul, by the way. You know that, right? Danny, Danny Maul. What you doing back in the neighborhood? I don't yeah. even know why. Why I'm are you it. coming around? Yeah, what is that <laughs> accent? Because, we're, because <laughs> we're just affecting accents now because of Tom DeLong. So... I picked, uh, and there is not a video for this, so you guys don't get to watch like a fun, vi- Ryan brings in fun videos, but this is, this is um, Defense by Sarah Jaffe. Here's another
3: one. A little different. In fact, very weird. Always on the defense. Think it's just my reflex. I don't want a physical fight It's not my style But I'm all always-
1: Defense, Ryan, what do you think about that?
0: Solid tune. Uh, apparently there was a component that the limits of technology were not allowing us to hear. Apparently it's a per, uh, fairly bass-driven song.
1: Yeah, and we're listening to it on an iPad and we're missing some of the bass. It's essentially just, uh, there's guitar that's buried back and there's drums and vocals and bass really in the forefront of the song. What's
0: that Talk Talk song that's super, like, bassline-driven? Like, if you took that out the, uh, the bassline, there'd be no song. Uh, it's My Life, I think, it, maybe it's called. It's the one that... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, no, solid tune. Uh, you know, I don't know that that's something that I'd probably dial up on Spotify immediately upon leaving the garage, but uh, yeah, I also I haven't heard in its proper format, so... Yeah,
1: I kind of felt the same way when I first heard it, but I've heard it a couple of times, and one of the things that I, I like about the song is that it... So basically, she's—I mean—the song is called "Defense," and and she's laying out in the, in the lyrics of the song, like she's like, she's like all this pressure is building, and she's like, I'm I'm you know I'm not looking for a physical fight, it's not my style, um, but she, all this pressure is building up and building up, and I like how the song just like ratchets the tension up by not really going anywhere, like it could, because it's a really mm-hmm. aggressive song, like what she's saying, you know, maybe maybe I should get away. Get away for a while, you know? Like, I mean, that's what she's talking about the whole time. And it just, it never really, it never, it so could.
0: It, it's like that boiling point in a relationship where you feel like things are going to come to a head.
1: Right, but the song could come to a head, and that's one of the things that I thought was really interesting. I've heard it a few times now before I played it for you guys, and that it never does, and it could. So but it's kind it of doesn't. a slow
0: burn, so it's basically just a metaphor for a shitty relationship, musically as well as lyrically.
1: Oh, well, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, sure. Well, no, because I think in a shitty relationship, you're 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 fucking y- oftentimes yelling and yelling at each other and throwing things.
0: That is actually my my shitty relationships, of which there have been more than one. Uh, I think everybody we in this mostly room we, well, in yeah, well, every relationship's a shitty relationship until you have the one that you just stick with for the rest of your life, but and that becomes um,
1: shitty too, right? I mean, am I right, th- guys? <laughs> <laughs> no comment.
0: Hi, Skyler. Uh, no, uh, but. In my and maybe that's just because I'm non-confrontational generally, uh, except for when I'm generally a mic in front. Unless of me. Ryan's got yeah. a few
2: drinks in him and there's a mic in front of yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. In which case, uh, but watch out. but
0: no, my relationship mostly been like wanting to avoid talking to each, each other about the obvious problems in the relationship. Uh, Are we still talking about Sarah? Yeah. Jaffy, yeah. yeah. talking about Sarah Jaffy, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. We might, yeah. we you know, might be actually uh, talking about a Sarah, a different Sarah that was from my past.
1: But right. we'll, yeah. we'll,
4: it's, uh, da, da, da. we need anyway, to have some, what? like new theme music for the
1: Ryan part of the show. One of, <laughs> one of, one of, one of the
4: things that I thought was was uh, like we've been we've been talking about this artist for a while. Like she'll come up from time to time throughout the not you know it doesn't happen every week, but every now and again she pops up. And so Shane, I'm glad that you finally trotted this out because you know, it's. She's been a rising star certainly for a while, for actually. a while, like oh. certainly in the DFW music scene and, and in the Texas music scene beyond.
1: One of the things that I have to say about the song again, um, you didn't, you guys, we didn't listen to it on the best system. When we listen to the song right now, but keeping it in, um, keeping in line with the rest of the song, it's kind of a slow builder. It's one of those, it's one of those earworms that you don't totally get right away. But then all of a sudden you listen to it a couple of times and you're like, your your everybody knows those songs, and that's one of those. Like when you when you pair up the lyrical content with the, with the creep, it's the general. It's a very creepy song musically. Put it Well, on and headphones. you're a big
0: fan of the, the creepy thing. I remember you used to do a cover of that outfield song. Mm, well,
1: that's a different kind of creepy. Yeah. Well, oh. Shane embraces the creepy. Sometimes. Your, your love. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot of different kinds of creepy song. dude. Oh, there you go. Well, well, this <laughs> song is just like creepy crawly, not and not creepy like like you <laughs> <the dude laughs> like like might feel busted <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> having sex with, an, with a with like a 15 yeah. creepy. Um, it's, yeah. it's own thing. I don't know. It's interesting like this is one of those and I kind of figured um I felt like um we were going to pretty much be having the conversation that we're having right now, but I would I would say give it give it a give it a listener too Okay, well, this was a fun show and um Mark, uh do you have anything you want to say before we get out of here?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Excellent work Mark thank you Peter again thank you for coming out uh,
0: thanks for coming having out fun, having fun you around
2: hey thanks for uh, having me in guys
0: we were talking about
4: doing a uh, uh, I think it's I think it's worth teasing if we have an idea as to when it might happen the next mixtape show.
1: Oh yeah, so we have um, talked about that. Yeah, so what we're gonna do, or what I'm, what and
4: recap what the mixtape show is for anybody. Who maybe you hadn't heard the first one.
1: So last Labor Day, we did a Labor Day mixtape show, which was highly amusing for many reasons, not the least of which Ryan had been drinking all day before. I he was up the not show. sober. And uh, so <laughs> it was on Labor Day and um recorded was, my living room. In your living room after we had we air
4: conditioning. Under like an and under a microphone like and under a microphone, which would be a different thing. <laughs> and under microphone, yeah. goddamn. An and under a magnifying glass for like three or four weeks in a row, it was, like a thousand degrees in my garage. It, uh, and then all my family was out of the house, so we moved all the shit inside and it was like we all just we were all so happy suffer we to wanted not to just suffer keep going. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So what the mixtape was, and we're gonna do, we're gonna do this again on Memorial Day, um, which is uh, the end of May, and um, each Kevin, uh, Ryan, and myself, and maybe we'll do, we'll have a little bit longer, and we'll
4: have some. sure we'll figure it out.
1: But so we'll each pick two songs, two videos. Didn't if we do we, three last time? Was no, it, always, it was two. Was it, two each? it was two. Okay. Each. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll put a mixtape together. So basically what we'll do is sort of like how now what we do with um, with a few minutes with. We'll do ten minutes on each song and then create the – or eight minutes, something like that, and create the whole show. There are these little
4: mini vignettes, and it's and it's and and it breaks the format of what we usually do in the show, but it's usually pretty silly.
1: And I so, want to do – I still want to do this, and I'm just going to throw it out there. And uh, um, I want to do a, another mixtape or mixed show, whatever, however have you. Uh, the holiday, Christmas thing? in July. Yeah, okay. Because we, we wanted to do a Christmas mixtape show. Yeah, we just didn't get our shit together, though. Uh, right, it was all sort of
0: up in the air. Kevin was
1: coming back.
4: We had the presents. They were unwrapped, and you can't do that.
1: Yeah, there was like a small baby involved. Not Jesus. He's a man now. Okay, so... <laughs> so
0: confused. I think... It's time for us Somebody to go. had babies. Please let us. None go. of
4: them were Jesus.
2: <laughs> Somebody spawned. Let, let my not people the messiah. Go. Go. None please of them were the Messiah. Re- push right.
4: your control. Good living, kid. Sir. Big I, Astros fan, by the way. Big, big
0: old Astros fan. <laughs> Who Jesus? <laughs> or Kevin's well, he would have been. You know, if he'd been around, I, I, I. Jesus, I was a Cowboys fan, right? Just for oh, the suffering. Man, we definitely have to go now. Okay. All right. Um, all
1: right. All right. So listen, we'll see you guys in seven days. For now, I'm Shane. I'm Ryan. I'm Kevin.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. I'm Peter. Thank you, Peter.
1: For
4: producer Mark, it's somebody likes it.